For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Back to the old shit, you know? I know. What do you think of my hat? I love it. I think it's a vibe. You think I look good today? I feel I pretty good. So. I bet the chat likes it. I'm sure the They're chat They're going to be likes. like, oh my swoop? God. You know what? Uh, this hat actually is a Discord hat. Look. <gasps> wow. See? Yeah. Man, see. Oh, yeah. Discord sending me the swag. That's pretty lit. Like, Hella lit. I like the subtle too. Like black on black is always a cool vibe. I don't know why it's mysterious. Oh yeah, black on black, but then the purple undertone. I oh like yeah, that. Yes, it's very it's good. good. It's I'm very here good. For it. Here's the first comment. No comment. <laughs> the first comment is no comment. I like this. Beautiful. Yes. This this is the right kind of energy we need for a late night show. I think so. I've got a something here called um, monogamy. Ooh, this was, I think I've had that before. This was It's Maybe? from Bellwoods. It's from Be- Bellwoods in Toronto. It's possible you've had it if you were up in Toronto ever. I don't know. Uh, it's got Harlow ha- 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 hops. It's an IPA. Yeah, it's brewed exclusively with these hops, and it's got two badass owls on them. So Who doesn't like owls? Like They're sick. They're a sick animal. I've just super, got my water sick. tonight, keeping it calm. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. You know, it's middle of the week. We've got to get through it. You know exactly. I know Mike has um, been known to have a wobbly pop or two on the weekends. Once in but, a while. Uh, once in a while. Yeah, that's right. I am wearing my bar- party shirt. Thank you very much. Party shirt. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. No. You know, late night. You gotta. You gotta get a little weird. I think. I am rocking a hoodie today. It's my within destruction hoodie. 
Mm, within destruction. <laughs> Looks cool. Yeah. I, Plus, I like, I like the too. color. I like these like pastels that are starting to make a return in the scene. Yeah. I think it's a good vibe. Well, you know, I think anytime a band, especially like a heavier band, makes a shirt that isn't black. Yeah. <laughs> that's always nice, too. Exactly. So, yeah. So we're hanging. We're talking about the new tunes of the week, and it's a big, big week. Massive, massive, massive week. And Mike has curated a very special list of the top five records of the week and it was hard to pick just five i know it was i had a little bit of trouble so we'll have some honorable mentions at the end we'll discuss as well we're gonna get into it uh kick it off right away with um, dive on in with the top five uh releases do we want to start with the top five or have we decided a show name yet well, that's true. Oh yeah, there's 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 tons of business to get get to before we actually kick this thing off. What am I talking about? Uh, show yeah. name? I don't know. I'm still like I'm just I'm loving. Still stuck too. I'm still loving that Fresh Jam's theme song because it just that baseline. It's sexy, you know. Yeah, but I I don't know. New noise was working. New noise has been the one that's sticking with me. I know. Just because like sometimes. My picks might not be for you. They might be noise, but they it's new. Be. That's for sure. It's new. It's noise. I like it. It's new N-N- noise. N squared. New noise. Same boys. That that was oh, the yeah. I believe the the tagline I did, which I like that because we did change the name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I got I got a bit of an emo emo eye patch going on right here right now. So this is working. You do for You're people just it, though. It looks good for people wandering in. If they think I'm being serious right now, I'm I'm. You're sadly mistaken. I uh yeah, but I I think I am probably gonna take the beard off. Uh, really? Yeah, I feel like hmm. the yearly beard shave beard shave is a good a good thing. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll shave li- shave it off live on Twitch. I'm growing mine back out. I know. I, I've no, I've been noticing it. it's getting a little bigger and bigger. I was I was kind of bummed. It was it was you know you took it down so far because it was I know it was epic. once in a while you need a life change though, and I think it's time to bring it back. Yeah. Gain my wizardliness. I know. He Mike is a wizard. Everyone knows this. So we're we're gonna uh go back, I guess, to last week's top five. Yeah. Um which of the records jumped out at you that you selected? All right. So we gotta talk about number one, right? The Normandy, Normandy. record. Yeah. Cause that's the one that I thought was gonna be kind of the big hitter for everybody. And honestly, I really like it, but I feel very whelmed. Right. So not not underwhelmed or overwhelmed, like right yeah. down the middle whelmed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of exactly what I expected based off the singles. And like, I know we were talking a little bit earlier and you mentioned like every single song sounds the exact same. And like, that's kind of the vibe I got. Like, they're fun songs, but aside from the singles, I didn't really get much. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I, I like the, I really like the band. I really like the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, they shouted us out on Instagram too. By the way, Mike. So um, we're getting fam- we're getting famous in the Normandy fan world here. I really do like the band. I think I, I don't want to say that the the re- release is, was too safe because I don't think it necessarily mm-hmm. was. But but yeah. it, I did I did feel like a lot of the songs were a little bit formulaic. But I think it's okay. I, I think that they're finding their sound. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is hard to say like, oh, this band sounds exactly like this. Like they they have their own thing going on, and and I really appreciated the record, and I think it's a a, definitely a worthy selection at, at at number one. Oh yeah, nothing bad to the Normandy guys. Like I really like the record. It's just other records surprised me a bit, and I think that there was some better stuff that came out this last week. Like 
that new Nothing Nowhere album. I saw it. Yeah. I was just going to be like, all right, we've heard a lot of singles off this. It's going to be, once you put it all together, oh my God, that record slaps. Yeah. Something disgusting. Oh yeah. I've listened to it like three or four times. It's just been on repeat. It's banger after banger. So, so yeah, we, we, um, we talked about Nothing Nowhere last week and some, some people that, that have a say in things, uh, in the Twitch community, uh, actually have made it happen and Nothing Nowhere is going to come on the podcast. Oh, Um, awesome. So I think it's going to be, I think the date is March 16th. You know, I'm doing these Tuesday, three o'clock. So Nothing Nowhere is coming on. Uh, to to discuss all the things and that's really cool so you know i think i was talking him up big time last week mm-hmm. and you were downplaying it a little bit and here we are mike is a, his foot in his mouth a little bit um, oh, always not putting it at number one saying well you know maybe he's not the biggest in the emo rap world and i'm like well maybe not no, the biggest is. but maybe the most legit and and this oh, record yeah. solidifying it even more like i like this record more than i like that mgk record like comparing the kind of like emo rap bringing in pop punk tinges and stuff like yeah. that and yeah i think me that too. it blended the styles a lot more and didn't feel kind of as copy paste from like old pop punk i guess oh for sure no the it's, it's way, way more way more creative i would say and mm-hmm. a little bit more of a like authentic yeah like realness in terms of the emotion like mm-hmm. not just talking about what you're talking about to get a rise out of people or get a reaction or like be a fucking cool guy. Like I'm being with this hat, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's, there's something deeper to this album. And I, I, I mean, yeah, it should have been our number one probably, but, uh, cause I think at the end of the year when we're talking records, this record's probably showing up. mm -hmm. And I, like, I felt like the musical understanding throughout like the record and just the songwriting was way better. Every song kind of felt like, it was what it was. Whereas like some of the songs on the MGK record, I almost thought like this kind of would have been better if he just like left it like a hip hop song or something like this, or if he went harder into pop punk. Right. Like nothing nowhere. Every song just like felt exactly how a song that is saying what it's saying should feel, I guess. Yeah. Right in the wheelhouse. Songwriting is just great. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. Anything else you listen to? Yeah. That new Skywalker album, I'm absolutely in love with it. It reminds me so much of old In Hearts Wake and new Amity Affliction oh, yeah. merging together. And it's just absolutely beautiful. I've had that on repeat as well, spun it three or four times. It's super catchy. I wouldn't say the best lyricism I've heard this week because obviously nothing nowhere. But like, <laughs> it's just a really solid debut metalcore record. And yeah. I think yeah. if you like modern metalcore and you're looking for a new band, that Skywalker album is really going to surprise you. Absolutely. Plus it's got cool album artwork and a cool album name. That's what Mike mostly cares about. Uh, the Yeah. So speaking of lyricism and or lack thereof, did you get a chance <laughs> to take up two minutes and 34 seconds of your time and listen to the new Green Day single? I haven't yet. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, do it. So it's funny. Right. Yesterday, I listened to it for the first time yesterday, actually, live, live on Twitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait, and we'll do this during our ad break, unless we're doing a. Okay, yeah, let's do that. We'll, we'll yeah. do it for sure. That's, that's a great idea. And yeah, if you're subscribed to the channel, you, uh, you will get to see this. So subscribe, please. Throw us a bone. It would help. And uh, yeah. yeah, we'll do that later on. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, well, I, 
guess now we do the top five? Yeah, let's do the top five. Now we five. do the top five. All right. Top five records coming out this week. These are all out on Friday. Uh, wherever you get your music, support it. Here is Mike's top five, starting with number five. So number five, we are actually have an EP this week. I'm very excited about this EP because I like this band a lot. I think they're a little underground, if not a lot underground. Yeah. Uh, but coming out of the East Coast, I think is where they're from. I didn't look it up. I'm going to be honest. My notes are crap. This it's week, all good. Everybody. It's all good. But uh, with the new EP, Speak Less, we've got Pulses. Yes, Pulses at number five. Um, yeah, probably a band people aren't too familiar with. Yeah. Um, um, I think this band's really similar to bands like Hail the Sun and kind of like Swancore bands. Uh, I think they're a little bit heavier on this release than they normally are. Uh, so this EP, it's 18 minutes and 12 songs. I... <laughs> Yeah. I want to say, like, shout out to the boys for hooking me up with this EP, too. I kind of broke the rules, and I've listened to it before the show. No, it's, that's okay. I, 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 In fact, one of the albums on this list, I have also already heard. So Yeah, I know you have. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But I think this EP is absolutely incredible. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to say there's probably, like, four or five solid bangers on here that are, like, anywhere from a minute and a half to, like, two or three minutes. And it's just good fun swan court it doesn't stick to kind of any of the norms of the genre either like there's one song that's super short and kind of grindy and there's one song that's a little bit slower and i don't know all the interludes are really well done it feels like it kind of jumps around a lot kind of like short songsy but <laughs> yeah I, I i really like the release and i think it's an awesome release for what they're kind of doing because Obviously, everybody's been shut down during quarantine, and they're saying, "Hey, this EP is like a two point five. It's not, it's not release three, but it's like right in the middle of our albums." Yeah, no, hundred percent. And yeah, you you bring up short songs, which uh, mm -hmm. is a Silverstein album that we put out in uh, two thousand and twelve. It was a weird time in our career, but we put out a mm -hmm. twenty-two song, eighteen-minute album. That's right, you heard that right. Twenty-two songs in eighteen minutes, half originals, half covers. And I've heard a little birdie told me that maybe that influenced this album a little bit. Yeah. So I was actually talking to Matt. I forget what he does in the band. I think he's the guitar player. But he said uh, a lot of the influences to do this record came from short songs. And I think he said Kanye West when he was releasing some shorter albums and things like that. And honestly, I think it's a really cool concept. And a lot of bands kind of they're looking for the radio hit and things like that. And like, that's always like three to four minutes. Yeah. But sometimes you don't need to drag out what you're saying for three and four minutes. And it can be done in a minute song very, very well. And mm -hmm. I think these guys nailed it on the head with what they did. Yeah. No, especially when you're talking about like uh, some of the super technical stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like part of, part of why I've always been a huge fan of the grindcore genre 100% is, agree. is because I like love, the idea of the short song i love the smaller mm -hmm. canvas if you will you know and like the probably the first band i heard that did that really well was the locust um okay if you ever listen to the locust i've not super grind oh you should mike super they, I mean, they paved the way for so many bands but like when you mm -hmm. have that you know after about a minute and a half okay i'm ready for something else right like it's yeah. just it's this attack and in, in the same vein, you know, when you call it like swan core, when you're talking about like super technical, like a lot going on, a lot of drum mm -hmm. hits in a short amount of time, a lot of riffing, 
I'm I'm like okay with like all right, here's a minute and a half. All right, let's go. What's next? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm okay with that too. And you know, you can repeat parts sometimes, but does every does every song need to hear have a chorus repeated three times? Every song? Yeah. No, no. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, and I am loving I mean, it. I'm a big fan of obviously sometimes a riff is so damn nasty that you just want to <laughs> hear it over and over oh, again oh, for yeah, the entire oh, yeah, song. Sure. But sure. sometimes you've got a riff that's like really good, but it only works really well once. And shorter song length is perfect for when you write something like that. Yeah, hundred percent. There's there's no question. Um, so this is great. I love this release. Uh, Matt Burridge, member of the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club too, and and you know, and also like um, had had members of the band uh, on the show on the, on the the stream. I mean. A few weeks back, when when I highlighted some local artists mm-hmm. too, really cool. So I'm glad that they're they're putting this record out. Everybody should check out our number five pulses. Oh yeah, we should do that again. A little yeah. local stream, both of us this time. I would love yeah. to have you on mic too to, to get a to get a feel. Let's let's plan that out. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, let's plan we'll it. Let's do it. Play play a song live or something like that. Yeah, get some live feedback. Hundred percent. Let's do it. I'm, I'm down anytime. Let's do it, and we do it late night too because it gets a oh late night. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, moving on. Number four. So number four, this is the weird release. This is the release that I have no idea what it's going to sound yes. like. Yes, love it. It has been described to me as cottage core. <laughs> okay. Now, you might be asking yourself, who on earth is weird enough to come up with a genre called cottage core? And this is mm-hmm. a one-man project, mm-hmm. and he is a favorite of this show. It is Mr. Johnny Frank. Yes. Fan or known for Attack Attack, Bill Murray. Yes. So I am I don't care what this is. This anything this man touches is absolute gold. It's going to be incredible. Okay. And I don't care. I think it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be great. I think this is more kind of like atmospheric electronic side project. So I don't think we should be expecting kind of the heavy distorted guitars and things like that. And I don't think there's gonna be any Weird macho man coming in, and but... and maybe no like pop choruses. Yeah, or, I mean, or maybe knows? pop chorus. Who knows? But I really don't know. But the artist, because... this, this artist is called. Let's throw it up on the screen so people know. Yeah, chair, C H A Y R. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I Did don't I know. I mention it. I'm sorry. I never. No, I I I know you were getting there, but you just like yeah. something was just pulling you down this road of excitement. Yeah, Couldn't I mean, contain. I'm just always excited whenever Johnny Frank does something because. This man doesn't have a bone in his body that allows him to write a bad song. I don't think so either. Um, th- yeah, like, I don't know what this is. I hadn't even heard about it until mm-hmm. I think you brought I think you brought this up to me maybe off the record like a couple weeks yeah, back. Yeah, I think so. And, and I, yeah, and I kind of forgot all about it until right now. And yeah, who knows what this is? I don't know where Johnny finds the time and... I don't inspiration because what he's putting out like two or three Bill Murray, you know, like he calls them EPs, mm-hmm. but they're like seven songs, you yeah, know, and so they're all so intricate. Yeah. He's putting out like an album and a half to, to two albums worth of material just in that project. Not to mention the other stuff that mm-hmm. he's writing for other people or producing for other people. And now here's this. Yeah. And all the features that he does, because he's starting to get all these features on albums too. Like he featured on Dance Gavin Dance. I forget what else he featured on, but like, oh, what a song. He's getting crazy with it. And I'm just so excited. 
this man can't be touched right now. No, he can't. And we'll see what this is. Um, yeah. N- not even, not even up like this, this artist isn't even up on Spotify yet. Right. Like, yeah. I don't even see this here. I mean, um, I saw so, something. I don't know if it's like an old release that he did under the name or something like that. Cause like the picture for it has like an old, they have an old album, but the picture is like the new album art. Oh. This is also dropping tonight at midnight on Wednesday. If you're listening oh, okay. on Twitch. Okay, so cool. You can check this out tonight or tomorrow. If cool. So this might actually be out in like Australia or whatever, or Europe. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. So maybe people already are, uh, hitting it up that's cool all right well that's yeah. a that's a weird one and i love it we, uh let's we'll 100 talk about this next week yeah cannot wait to talk about it now nah, we're moving on to number three now so number three probably my absolute favorite good vibes band maybe solo project now i'm not 100 sure but this is a little and i say little meaning little right now because they're very underground mm-hmm. uh band called jetty bones who is about to absolutely pop off. They've put out two singles, uh, That's All and Nothing. They are absolute bangers. They're like just on the fringe of pop punk where I can still call it pop punk, but it's very in the realm of like water parks, I would say, where Mm -hmm. it's more kind of EDM-centric and pop-centric. It is absolutely awesome, though. Kelsey is a phenomenal person, just one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And... Always good vibes, super positive record, and I just can't wait for this. It's awesome record. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a, it is an interesting project, and I think you know, I guess there was an EP before these singles. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, it's kind of like you know, it's very, still very underground. Actually, a couple EPs now that I'm looking it up, and yeah, mm, I think it, two. It, it is you know when you look at the pictures of Jetty Bones, it's one person, one uh, female. Mm-hmm. Uh, who it looks like her name is Kelsey Galuz, Galuzo, Galuzzo. Yep. And um, yeah, it says that basically it says that it's technically a solo project with a full band, full band mentality. This project is anything but the efforts of one person. So that's cool. what it is. So I, I think that's cool. I mean, when you talk about something like we just talked about Bill Murray and Johnny Frank, that's a solo project mm-hmm. too. And there is something to be said for, you know, that like, okay, I'm going all in and this is my thing. Yeah. I'm putting all my, you know, all my marbles into this one and here we go. And sometimes some incredible music can come out of that. 100% because I think there's dangers with it because while you can get very focused and make something very good, you can also become so focused that you're in an echo chamber and you make something that is very not good. I've seen it go both ways. <laughs> of course. Yes, absolutely. There's no question that can happen, but um, uh, in this case, it's it's working. Mm-hmm. And, uh, New album's is... called "Taking Up Space." By the way, "Taking it's... Up Space." Do you like that that uh, title? I do like that album title because, like, the band is all well. The band Kelsey is always about like promoting positivity and taking a solid look at mental health and like making sure that you just keep your spirits up and talk about kind of things that you need to get off your chest. And yeah, I think that a lot of people who myself included sometimes you just feel like you're taking up space and not really contributing anything positively and i think this record kind of takes a it's going to take a great look at not only kelsey taking a look at herself but giving an opportunity for you to look inside yourself and like you're kind of worth it yeah 100% mike i i love it 
Love We're it. positive. I love it. I love positivity. All right, well, moving into number two. Number two. So no effects. Shane already popped it up on the screen. A little too early. I get no intro here. This, this is, <laughs> I was this excited. Is, okay, wait, wait. There we go. Okay. There we go. All right, so number two, <laughs> uh, with their new album, single album, we've got no effects. We got and no effects. This is... I'm going to be honest, I'm a new NoFX fan. I've been getting really into them with these new singles. Uh, ever since Warp 25, I've been kind of piecing through and checking mm-hmm. out hit songs and adding them to playlists and having fun with them and stuff like that. But I've never taken a deep dive. So this is going to be like my first full NoFX album listening. Very interesting. And- I know, I know, Mike, I know punk rock has been, you know, hasn't been your long suit. And we're trying to change hasn't. that. Um, I, I have, they sent me this album. So I, I listened to it today. You yep. sent it to me this morning. I listened to it today. Um, this to me is, it's a very different no effects album. Yeah. And at th- at this point though, I I, almost, I kind of expected it. I I didn't expect them to try to go dig deep into their past and and you know you know put out Punk and Drublic Part Two or whatever. Mm-hmm. That ship has sailed. I'm okay with that. I appreciate it though that they're not trying to do like what Blink One Eighty Two is doing, where they have like, okay, we're gonna bring in a bunch of songwriters and we're gonna try to make these kind of like yeah. pop hits or whatever. We're trying to like like stay relevant with a younger crowd. Mm-hmm. No effects. They they just just pretty much don't care. And this song, uh, this album, very autobiographical of Fat Mike and his, you know what he's been through over the last, you know, I don't know what it's been since they put mm-hmm. out last, another well, record, like, probably close to five years. I forget the single, but he talks in like one of the singles during like a bridge about how his daughter read his book. Oh <laughs> and, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, now a- she absolutely. knows that he drinks pee and stuff like that. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right. There's all, you're always going to get the humor uh, with no effects. You're always going to get those clever lyrics. Um, and you're always going to hear something on a no effects record that you pretty much haven't heard an artist do before. Because mm-hmm. uh, Fat Mike has this sort of like, I don't know, it's almost like punk rock musical autism where he just, he doesn't <laughs> see things like the same way other people do. So it can mm-hmm. result in some some definitely some interesting stuff. But so so this record, it took me aback, right? So I got it. I like was like, oh shit, I'm f- I don't have to wait till Friday. This is like my favorite band ever. So I instantly, you know, threw it on my big stereo put on track mm-hmm. number one and I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, five, five minutes and 48 seconds, the first track. Okay. And it was not what I expected. Like it is kind of slower. Like some in okay. the, in someone described it as a post hardcore song, which I don't know about that, but definitely different. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, as the record goes on, you hear bits and pieces of, of the no effects you expect definitely some other very interesting things in the record i mean they, they've released a bunch of the songs bef- like before like i think four maybe four or five of the songs i've heard already um yeah. you know over the last couple of years but overall this record is when i don't know was their last full album by the way when was their last full album know. yeah um it's a that's a good question i feel like it's been a while well i think i okay, think so um depends what we look at it as full album because they had uh, the Frank Turner split in 2020. Yeah, it doesn't we talk count. about that. That doesn't count. 
Um, and they had a live album in 2018. So yeah. it looks like first ditch effort in 2016. Yeah, that's 100%. That that's it. So 20, 20 yeah, 2016. That okay. record was I think that record was good. There's some good songs on it for sure. Um I, I think the record before Self Entitled mm-hmm. was uh and that's that's a great by the way, great album title. Oh, Self Entitled. Yeah. Um that's a good one too. And then, you know, you go back Coaster was a good record too. And 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 like once you, I mean, they, they don't put albums out all that often either, which is why this is, this is exciting. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're talking about five years, but I, I, I uh, do think, uh, sorry, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. I had something else to say about this thing. Um, fuck, where'd it go? It's gone. It's gone forever. It's not coming it back. It happens. Um, that was a good point too. The ones you lose are always the best. When you were talking, I had a point. Uh, what's the movie? where the guy like there's this unsolvable math problem and the like janitor guy is like looking at it and like oh goodwill hunting yeah goodwill hunting and i just had the like image of like it just said punk rock and fat mike is like looking at this chalkboard and he figures it out (laughs) but nobody else can (laughs) that's not that far off yes yes um (laughs) someone has to has to make a meme of that um that's funny. <laughs> I didn't even mean to click that. <laughs> Me every day. I, it was literally a slip. It was literally a slip of the finger. But uh, no, uh, I was gonna say, and this is obviously important. The album title is called Single Album, mm-hmm. and I had Fat Mike actually on the podcast just a couple months back uh, yep. when the Frank Turner record uh, dropped, the split, and he was talking about this and how originally it was going to be a double record. So he wrote. Uh, you know the songs for a double record which when you write for a double record I imagine it's different right because you kind of need oh, to go out there a little bit bit more and some things you can kind of meander a little more to try to make it a little bit more interesting over we've talked about this quite a bit yeah for sure because... and he played the record for Matt from Avenge Sevenfold who mm-hmm. they're good friends okay and Matt Matt's like you know what this record is really good but it would be awesome if it was just a single record so that's why it's called single record. That's the the story behind it. Um, cut, it got it. cut down. So, I I would be really interested to see if you know over the next mm-hmm. couple months if they do that B-sides. thing bands are doing now. Where, yeah, they're they're not even B sides. They're almost just like post release songs mm-hmm. where it's like okay, I, maybe we don't want this to be a single before the album or on the album, but maybe it it breathes kind of new life into the project mm-hmm. after. Like- I love that too because like one of my favorite bands right now, Bad Omens, they did that and they put out a better song on the deluxe edition than any of the other songs on the yeah. album. And like that album was in my top 10 of the year and I'm like, why wasn't this song on the album? It could have made it like top two. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It's um, it's totally it's totally like a new move that, that everybody's doing. And um, I'm cool with it. Like keep the material pumping. Yeah. Chat's excited for no effects too. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I just like, with no effects, like like I said, Mike doesn't care, man. He he's he's mm-hmm. made his money. He's you know he's proven that he can they can be the top of the game in punk rock and write the catchy pop punk songs and do all that. And now it's like, okay, what do I what do I need to say? What do I need to get yeah. off my chest? And you know, it's yeah, it's it's sometimes it can be a difficult listen. Um, mm-hmm. Not as difficult as the Koki the Clown record, which he put out his solo album. Which is Mike? If you haven't heard the Koki the Clown record, you want to hear something like you've never heard before. 
I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah, listen to that. It's not uncomfortable like that, but there are you can tell that some of that uh, vulnerability that mm-hmm. he presented on that has leaked into this a little bit too. So that's always good to see when like a solo record allows for things like that because I know a lot of people just get more comfortable when they're doing something like on their own and then all of a sudden it lets them like be more vulnerable with the people that they're close with in a band right. and say like, Hey guys, I want to bring more into it. Like I did got to do with this project. And oftentimes it doesn't really compromise what the original band was going for and makes a better effort. I think I, I agree. All right. Well, do you think I'll like this record? Do Um, I don't know. I, I actually really want to, to, I really want your take on it because mm-hmm. you know, for me, like, like my, my history with no effects it's going, I'm going Long. back like 26, 27 years. I've been listening to this mm-hmm. band. Like, like longer than, longer than probably most of the people in the chat have been alive. I've been listening to this band, you know? So, yeah. Like, I, I was, what, 13 when I first, you know, heard them, got their records, and like they've pretty much been my favorite band ever since. I've, you know, I've always been there. I've seen them play live more than any other band. So, mm-hmm. to get an outside perspective on, on this, from somebody that's like, you know, you say, oh, I'm like a new no effects fan. I would be yeah. really interested to see like, okay, how does this stack up with, let's say, some of their, you know, classic releases from the mid and late 90s, if like mm-hmm. it's as good or better based on your opinion. Because for me, so, I'm always flawed because I, my, my favorite record will always be those those old ones just because, you know, that's the way it works. So maybe that's what we'll do. What album should I be comparing this record to that you think is like, the most classic no effects record. Well, uh, that's also up for debate. Uh, the the most classic no effects record is Punk and Drublick, for sure. It's their yep. most popular album. Came out in nineteen ninety four. Um, I would I would argue So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes, which is nineteen ninety seven. That is another record you should listen to. Maybe even listen to first. Okay. Um, I would say those two for sure. I, th- I think they're the most. I think they're the two most important No Effects albums, and then the other thing you need to listen to is the Decline, which is one song, eighteen minute EP. Okay, uh, you gotta listen to that thing. That's like it's like a it's a punk rock. I don't know. It's just amazing. One song, eighteen minutes. It's 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 crazy. It's like it's like a punk punk rock song with like movements it's like it's like a punk rock so symphony like when almost. green day did on american idiot with the 10 minute songs and stuff yeah like you know it, well without i'll tell you this without the decline green day doesn't do that yeah that's like that was 100 percent where green day got especially the political aspects of it because mm-hmm. people don't give no effects enough credit for being a political band either but they have definitely dove into that and with the decline hundred percent it's super political and and stands up today too with some of the subject matter so listen to the decline listen to so long thanks for all the shoes and punk and like those those are the three okay. things i would say to start with uh but this i'm new gonna record, listen to the new record first sure just because i think that's the better way to go for it because i am a new fan and i've liked these singles kind mm-hmm. of more than anything else mm-hmm. i've heard so i'm gonna listen to that and then kind of write down my thoughts and then I'm going to list the old stuff and then come back and list the new stuff again and see if my thoughts match up. I think it's a good that'd be, way. That'd I think be it's fun a fun conversation. Yeah. I think it's a good way to, to tackle any band with a, with a back big back catalog. And, and mm-hmm. I'm, I know from experience cause I'm in one, like it's, yeah. you know, it's tough to say, okay, where do I start with this band? 
And I think it's good to be like, okay, like I'll start with the new record. And then after that I go, okay, I find the, maybe I'll find the classic record mm-hmm. or whatever. I'll dive into what, you know, people say, because it can be intimidating. Yeah. Especially with a band like no effects too. Cause like they've been around so long. Everybody has such different opinions too. Yeah. Like yep. it's crazy. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get into our number one album after this little ad break, which I'm going to run right now. So here's the deal. If you, if you want to subscribe to this Twitch channel, go ahead. That'd be great. And then you won't see this ad. During mm-hmm. the ad, Mike is going to pull up this new Green Day song. Here comes the shock, I think it's called. You As guys if won't I don't be able know. to hear it. I'm just going to play it on my computer. Um, this is probably for your safety. <laughs> okay, well, most people maybe heard. I'm sure a lot of people heard the song. I heard it yesterday. It's something. Um, yeah, Mike, sure. Pull it up, listen to it, and feel free to comment over it. Uh, we're going to run... We're going to run a, a little ad right now. So, yeah. Um, All right. Thank you to anybody who subscribes, and then you won't see this. I'm starting ad. this right now. Here comes the show. All right. Not bad off the get-go. Okay, you like it? All right, all right. No, actually, you're right. The intro is pretty good. Like, isn't there a sports team called the Shock? <laughs> yeah, WNBA, I think. No, I think it's like an actual sports team. No, they're, yeah, they're they're WNBA. Oh, women's, yeah, women's, no, women's basketball yeah, team from Detroit. Yeah, they are. That, that's what I was thinking of. That's right. It's, yeah, it's on the big um, the big tire yeah. off the ninety four or whatever freeway it is in, in Michigan. Yep. Yep. This wouldn't be a bad, like, intro song for an album. I know. I'm actually wondering if maybe it is. Or, like, or if they're going for another piece like American Idiot, where, like, the shock is, like, a character like St. Jimmy or something like that. I wouldn't mind that. Right. It, it's just, like, I don't know where this you're at. This is better song. than anything off the last album. That is 100% a fact. You might be right with that. I, I, uh, I don't think you're wrong there weird though like the it's just it, it's just okay i guess you're, you're probably the second verse now maybe or second chorus second chorus okay now get ready for this bridge it's a fucking throwaway like if this had a cool this bridge little, like oh thing yeah it's just like whatever it's like nothing doesn't go anywhere you know if, if like yeah, they the, had got like the rhythm guitars like going but like give me a solo or something right here like that's what i want I, I know i don't get it like uh just or, or I'm just thinking about other songs that, like, Green Day has done in the past, where it's like, okay, like, this song's all right, and then, like, you're like, oh, fuck, this bridge is sick. Like, they, you know, yeah. like, the bridge just unlocks, like, a different vibe. They could have put it in this song, and it actually might have changed it. But the fact that it doesn't go anywhere, and all you get is a four-word, you know, chorus. Here comes mm-hmm. the shock. Here comes the shock. Like repeat, yeah. yeah. Like instrumentally, I really don't mind if I think it's an improvement from the live record. Lyrically, it's pretty bad. Vocally, it's. I mean, it's Billy Joel. I mean, he's got a great voice. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you think? Do, I, I feel like he doesn't sing like the same though. I, I feel like something yeah. happened and he doesn't. 
Like I was listening to so because I because I put on uh, this song yesterday on Spotify, uh, I got in my car and then instantly like Nimrod was playing, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh fuck, I love this record, and yeah. it's a great record. It is a great record. It's, it it might be my favorite Green Day record. I don't know if it's the best Green Day record, but it's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sound he just sounds better, man. His vocals, like I, yeah. I hate to say it. It's just better. Like, it's it's. I don't it, know if maybe it's missing the sad almost is what it feels like to me. Like it's it's like it's kind of like a little bit emotionless. Like the the like I don't know if it's because the vocals are just doubled and there's like a lot mm-hmm. of processing on them. You know, like and the old Green Day records were literally like, all right, he's just gonna stand in front of a microphone in one take, and here it is. Mm-hmm. But they're the rawness that I think really was important to feeling the energy of old green day yeah. it's gone there's there's no energy anymore 100%. even even that song which should have energy doesn't have it yeah um overall like i think very whelmed again using the word today but like <laughs> hey well this song good in this as case. a single it's like i have heard this song once and i can forget about it if this song is on an album it depends very much on placement in the context of the album because that song yeah. could really add something to an album and be like, oh, this is fun and theatrical, or it could make it absolutely horrible and just throw a wrench in whatever they're trying to do. Like, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Who knows? Green Day is an enigma. That's right. They are an enigma. It's like, I think I feel like they didn't used to be man. Like, and, and you know, like we, we kind of used to know what we were going to get every Green Day mm-hmm. album. And then American Idiot was like, oh, shit, they stepped it up. Yeah, and then that was since, like the level up album and then everything from. Yeah, it, it, it's true. And and then now it's like it's just pe- the disappointment that people I think faced for so long has mm-hmm. now turned honestly like for some people kind of into anger. Oh, yeah, um, 100% has. Yeah, and it's it's like, I don't know, I'm I'm fine with it. And again, like I'm all for bands that have put out fuck how many albums green day has put out i mean green day had put out two albums before i even heard them and this was yeah, in I think, 1994 I think like 12 or 13 now yeah if not more so like i'm i'm okay with with the band you know doing what they want to do in their quote-unquote twilight years mm-hmm. um and that's fine I, you know no one can take away nimrod or or uh, uh dookie from me so that's fine but i understand if you're looking for that fix you're not getting it. Just not getting it. Four, Fourteen records, full length records. I don't know about EPs or anything, but yeah. Well, that's that's kind of weird. It's I'm actually surprised it's that many because they had. You f- like, forget about Uno Dos Trace yeah, and how quickly so that those came out. Though. That doesn't even count, or does that count in the fourteen? Yeah, I put I counted that as three. Okay, they're full length. Oh, okay, are they full length albums? I thought they were yeah. EPs too. Shows you how no, much I listen to them. They're full length albums, and they're bad. <laughs> Man, isn't that isn't that crazy? That they that they really went wow. for it there too. Oh shit, they are full length albums. Why did I think they were EPs? Probably because you turned them off by the time it got to EP length. I I remember. I forget which song it was. It was like track one on one of these records, and uh, I remember thinking to myself, like, this is close. Oh, I it was know your enemy. That was it. Which actually isn't yeah, even that bad that's a song now. Twenty first century breakdown. Yeah, like, it was, that song's pretty good. Yeah, actually, that song isn't that bad considering it's what ended up happening after. 
Yeah. I, I feel like the Green Day, to be honest, they kind of lost me after Nimrod. I didn't like Warning at all. I remember when Warning came out, I was actually kind of mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and someone in the chat said it's their favorite album by far. I'm yeah, like, I really like, like Warning. I, I don't Warning. know, man. I, I don't. <laughs> it sounded like weird pirate music when it came out. And I hated mm-hmm. the album cover, which was just like, it's just this like black photo. It looks like they've just photoshopped their band name over it. Like, yeah. Basically, that's what they did. I'm like that's that's the album cover and and that's the album. I always I always mm-hmm. hated it. Um, but American Idiot, it's definitely my favorite. Yeah, I, I mean American album. Idiot came out and that was the one. It was like okay, they're back and they got huge yeah. again. They were playing. They were playing like stadiums. Yeah, I guess they're playing stadiums again now. But they are. It's weird. Yeah. Well, not right now, but <laughs> but yeah, they're they're. Uh, yeah, know your enemy is is the one. Maybe that you hear on the radio that you're like, okay, that's enough. That's enough of that one. Somebody in the chat said twenty-one guns, and I'm pretty sure it's that one too. Twenty-one guns is is where is he's rough. just got that like. It almost feels like he's trying to hit high notes, and he's like, "Look, guys, I have range," and it's like, eh, "Do ya?" Well, I don't know why. Yeah, like that's that's a great example. If he he's like, uh, "Twenty-one guns," like he goes to falsetto. Yeah. It's like, dude, hit that full voice. You you can. Why are you yeah. making it like mellow, and you're just like losing all all the power? Off that, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I have to take this fucking hat off now, um, or at least turn it turn it backwards. I uh, I was looking at my other computer screen, and then I came back to this to this one, and I was like, "Oh god, we need I, to stop like talking about Green moron. Day." Like, what's that? We need to stop talking about Green Day. We always talk about Green Day uh, for so long, <laughs> dude. Whenever rants. they get brought up, dude. Rants. All right, all right. Well, um, we're gonna get into the number one record right now. I'm ready, Mike. All right, number one album of the week. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody's excited for this record in some way or another. You're either really excited because you think this album is going to be your album of the year, or you're really excited because your favorite metalcore band has gone soft and you are just itching to complain about it. Yeah. Uh, it's that's the new fair. album for those that wish to exist by Architects. Yeah. This band's going to blow up. This record's going to be incredible. I, I mean, they're no already blo- they already says, blew up. Like they're great. already massive. You know, like they're, they're going to blow up even more. I mean, I mean, is it going to be? You know, the only band really in, let's call it metalcore for lack of a better uh, mm-hmm. genre term that's bigger than Architects is probably their Countrymen. Uh, bring, me, bring the yeah. horizon. And maybe, maybe a day to remember. Radio play wise, l- listen wise, stuff like that, but. I think right now, as far as hype and size as Architects and Bring Me. Now, I, I love, like, first of all, I love Architects and I love that they're that they're going out on a limb a little bit, seemingly. Of course, mm-hmm. we, we haven't heard the record yet. It's it's under lock and key. Um, the singles, right. The single, we'll, 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 we'll listen to it fucking thir- uh, Thursday, 11.59. We'll be like refreshing Spotify, probably. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be going to bed and listening to it in the morning. That's, yeah. okay, well... You do you. Now, this record, though, you know, we've heard the singles. We can only assume that the rest of the record is going to have that kind of production, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a sound. You can kind of fill in the gaps a little bit. You know, you can assume what it's going to be. And is, I know you're on board. I'm on board. I don't know if all of these Architects fans that they've acquired through really great albums and great mm-hmm. ethics, uh, you know, that people care about. I, I don't know what their reaction will be. I don't either. And 
I think that's something that architects have kind of backed themselves into as well, because they used to change their sound quite a bit more uh, in the early days on the first couple albums. And then they kind of found this, I forget what album it is, but uh, right between like Daybreaker and Lost Forever, Lost Together, they really found this like metalcore sound that worked. And then they released Holy Hell and All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, which are very, very similar records. Mm -hmm. And it almost kind of felt like we got four of the same record. But I am so excited that this band is changing their sound. I think it's, I don't even know how to, des what, how to describe what I want to say, right? Like, I think it's been way overdue for a change. And Architects is a band very similar to Bring Me the Horizon, where I think that they are doing their best work when they are changing and growing rather than kind of staying and recording the same stuff. Yeah. It, you know, I, I know where you're coming from. I, I appreciate it too. Now the, the parallel that I can think of from a couple years ago was when Parkway drive sort of had mm -hmm. a bit of a similar move where they were seemingly at the top of the metalcore game you know, they, they started to, you know, they were headlining festivals and everything. I don't think that they were as big as Architects is now. No. At the time that this happened. But then they put out a record where they did change it up a lot. You know, they added like clean singing, for example. And, mm -hmm. you know, they changed it up. And I, I don't know in the end what the fan base thought, what the critics I think said. It, I think it's... At first, it was really kind of negative, and now it's really kind of positive. Like, yeah. I have a bunch of people who tell me, yo, that last uh, Parkway Drive album is one of my favorites. Well, you know, I mean, and, I mean, like, based on the numbers, I mean, the top two songs on their Spotify are from that record. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, man, they have, they have so many, like, their top seven, their top six songs are all over 30 million Spotify plays. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's pretty nuts. Like, but, you know, I think of... Um, you know, carry on and and like the the those songs from like the early days as being, you know, uh, a deep blue like that record, those being the ones that like maybe mm -hmm. would still be there, you know, for like okay, this band is like, you know, they they made classic metalcore songs and those are still going to be ones carrying them through. But I'm wrong, mm -hmm. and they're not, and it is their latest record, you know, and I think that that's going to be what's going to happen with architects. I think that this yeah. record is going to come out. The the purists will hate it. They know that. And they're going to unlock, uh, unlock's a bad word. They're going to find a whole, you know, generation of people that are going to go, Oh shit, this is awesome. They're going to find their old stuff. And, you know, next thing we know, architects is they're going to be, they're going to be the bring me of, uh, of the scene. I think. Oh, I 100% think so. And so like looking at some stats and stuff like that, because I love this. You love this too. I'm looking at Architect's Spotify page. So their biggest song right now, I guess most listens, is Doomsday, which has about 34 and a half million. We'll call it 35 million listens. And that album, I've, the single oh, okay. came out like a year before that album, but that's the 2018 album. Right. Their single Animals has been out since the end of October and is already at 16 million. Listens. Yeah, I see. I see. I see that right here. I, if we're looking at the same thing, I see animals is, is obviously it's number one. Um, it, but I, I see 15.4 million. Yeah. Yeah. And like getting those kind of numbers in 
about four or five months. Absolutely incredible for a band from our scene. I think that this sound change is really paying off for them. They're getting more radio play. I think yeah. a lot of the loud fans are very upset about this change. I think a lot of the more quiet fans are still really enjoying it. I think that the production on the singles and what I assume is going to be the album is the best production that Architects have had in their entire career, which is just great. Everything sounds so crisp. And I think the songwriting is still on the same level. It's just kind of wrapped in a different wrapping paper, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. No, I like that. And here's the thing like about you know the difference between a, a band like Architects and and other bands in let's just say rock music that have you know said okay made it made a shift in sound you're not going to get rid of who they are you're not Mm going to get rid of the ethics the fact that they care about you know they just care about what they're singing and what they're doing you can't take that out of them and you know if they want to expand in terms of production and sound great but you're 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 not going to take that away from them, and I think that that's going to be the difference probably between some of the other bands that have you know maybe mm-hmm. put something out and you can kind of tell it's like you know quote unquote selling out. This isn't yeah. this isn't going to feel like that because it's not. And sometimes bands just get breakdowned out. Like you can only write so many cool <laughs> breakdowns with your guitar tones that you're using and stuff like that. And like honestly, I think this album, if there's only like two or three breakdowns. I'm going to be really, really happy when they come because when every song has a breakdown, it's almost formulaic and like you're trying to get it. But when I'm listening to an album, like this is one of my favorite things that one of my favorite albums of all time does, Sundowning by Sleep Token, is like you don't need to be heavy all the time. And when you do decide to get heavy, it almost feels so much more meaningful that you have. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, there's like, there's no question. I mean, we could ask Glass Crown to donate some yes. breakdowns to Architects, maybe. Excuse they are the sir. kings of breakdowns. Breakdown for an old band. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That killed oh, me. God. That's good, Mike. Oh man, no, um, no, but 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 in all seriousness, this is a. Uh, uh, most anti- probably one of the most anticipated records of the entire year. We'll talk about. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Um, maybe in similar. Probably not. We're probably not going to break it down like we did track by track on the last Bring Me. No, we but, don't have time. Next week's a big week too. Uh, okay. Sorry, everybody. We, we we will, but we will talk about it in depth. And I mean, hey, we're we're like over an hour here already talking about this, and we haven't even got to the honorable mention. So we got a big episode right now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Last week was a short one, so yeah, it's cool. Our content is not confined by song lengths or podcast lengths. It's not. It's really not. We're just we're just here to talk to the people. We are. So okay. Well, anything else on Architects? I don't want to cut you off if you got more no, more to say. But I'm excited. I, I, Go listen to it. Yep. If you decide you want to be a gatekeeper and say that oh, new Architects isn't heavy, it's not metalcore. Fine. Go have fun with that. I think it's going to be a great record, and I'm going to have fun listening to it. I'm I'm really excited too. Look, and we bring the quality and the quantity. Boom. Always. Look at that. That's good music. That's what you need. All right. Uh, Well, we probably have some honorable mentions. We uh, do. Which I would love to hear about. So, with the people. So, uh, 
you know, I always, not always, but when I can, I like to talk about power metal. Uh, there's a really cool band called Epica, E-P-I-C-A. Mm-hmm. They are really fun power metal. They're putting out a new album. I forget the name of it, but you should check it out. Epica. Um, they're I assume awesome. they're from Europe. And, and uh, yeah. wait, I, I just pulled them up. I've seen this picture before. Oh, I'm sure you have. Female fronted, formed by composer Mark Jansen. Okay. Yep. After leaving uh, After Forever. Okay. Here we go. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Power they're, metal, f- female fronted. They're absolutely awesome. I love them. Um, obviously, not for everybody. Power metal does get very, very, very repetitive as the albums go on. But I think this band's great. Top five markets for um, Epica, just while I'm on it. Number five, Guadalajara, Mexico. Number four, Istanbul, Turkey. Number three, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Number two, Santiago, Chile. Number one, Mexico City, Mexico. That's weird, isn't it? A little bit. But I've, you know, I've kind of noticed that too. There are a lot of power metal fans in Latin and Southern America. Yeah. We we always joke about the like come to Brazil meme and stuff like that. (laughs) But like, I very, very seldom see it most of the time on like metalcore, post art, like scene music. Like you see it. But like whenever I'm like scrolling and I see like, oh, Blind Guardian posted about a tour, every single comment is like, come to Brazil, come to Chile, come to Mexico, stuff like that. Like a lot of these European bands, they don't like to leave for some reason, too. Like I saw In Flames down there. That would be in fun. fuck was ba- back it Chile when or Colombia. I back can't when remember. In Flames was still a power metal band, right? This <laughs> uh, this was In Flames. Well, well, this would have been like 2010. Yeah, close enough. I uh, around then, and no, they they were like, well, they they weren't really playing fast anymore. Like they dropped mm-hmm. any like sort of like I call it black. Well, I can't really call it black metal, but like you know, yeah. Swedish. Gothenburg sound they didn't really have yeah. that anymore but they were still playing those songs yeah they're not and, doing that anymore but, now they're but, touring with all their remains and having fun well watching but watching them play to like 2000 South Americans mm-hmm. I, I was lucky I had my little fucking privileged box space to stand in or I would oh, have I'm been sure. absolutely crushed because it was fucked like people down there like you think you think shows in San Antonio Texas are crazy Go to South America, you'll die. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's move on. Uh, uh, Epica, yeah, nice pick. Yeah, so the rest are just singles now. Okay. Uh, always, we talk about this band a lot on the show, mainly because I love them whenever they put out a single. We've got a new single from Half Hearted. I love these guys. Yeah. They don't know how to not put out bangers. They're a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a new single from Friend of the Pod, Brand of Sacrifice, the last yeah, single before this, Kyle, my boy. before this album comes out next week. I am so excited for this album. This single is going to rip your face off. I'm sure of it. What a singer this guy is. Holy shit. Oh, he's a monster. Like, unreal. We're going to talk about this album next week, and I'm very excited. Because I think this is going to be one of the heaviest releases of the year. Awesome. Um, So, going back to Punk, because... I do like some punk bands. Uh, coming out of Arizona, there's going to be a new single from Dollskin, which is a yeah. really cool band. I absolutely love them. I love the vibe they give off. Uh, they're all really cool people. I've talked to some of them while I was out in California at Warp Tour. Cool. Yeah, uh, Dollskin. Very um, nice. 
Yeah, Dalskin, all all female uh, band. Not anymore, but yes, they got a dude. Yeah, I well, didn't know that. Um, I think transitioning is the proper term. But oh, cool! Uh, oh, that's I awesome! Enough, I, so, I no, yeah. I had no idea. I didn't mean to be uh, yeah. rude. If I was, yeah, I did not know that. That's great. Yeah, I just I think I saw it like maybe a month and a half ago or something like that. So no, that's terrific. Um, no, mm-hmm. they I've I've always been a big fan of them. I think it was back fuck Warp Tour. I want to say, whew, maybe it was twenty seventeen. 2017 or 2015 yeah that was was, i think they were playing like the ernie ball stage or something right around that time yeah they were and i think they got bumped up to one of the bigger stages um i think this is when uh when i saw them play and i hadn't i'd Mm -hmm. seen them around i see their name and i walked by and they were playing a fugazi cover yeah and i was like oh this is sick like i like that's so cool they're doing that and uh yeah after that I, i became like a bit like kind of obsessed with uh, mm-hmm. with them, and I checked out all the records, and then I guess I got signed to Hopeless, and yep. it's really good. And and um, I love love to see that they uh, have a new song coming out, and can't wait. Got a lot of fun. I'm real excited. Um, another favorite band of mine, and this is awesome because I get to talk about a feature too. We have a new song from Shrezzers. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> I love Shrezzers. If you are tired yes, of you hearing do. Me talk about Shrezzers, I'm sorry. Go listen to Shrezzers. They're absolutely incredible. <laughs> Nudely guitar riffs, saxophone, amazing vocalists, and they're featuring an amazing vocalist. Lucas Mann from Vale of Maya is on this track. Is he screaming? I don't know. Is he clean singing? I don't know. Who I'm knows? here for it because he's a great artist too. So this is going to be my song of the week because Shrezzers is just too good. It's unstoppable. Sorry, architects, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Where's is this band from somewhere crazy too? Russia. Yeah. That's right. They're from Russia. They're the Russian band. So yeah. Um, and they have the, um, the porn hub, uh, rip off yep. as their logo. Yeah. So, they used to be shredding Brazzers and they, Oh yeah. Brazzers, not porn, not porn hub. Brazzers. Right. Sorry, yeah. I, I mix up my porn sites. Not too well versed <laughs> in the porn genre myself, uh, but it's yeah, r- literally this band is is insane, and I know you love them, Mike. Like, and let's let's get into it. The, there we they're go. they're so good, and it's one of those bands where like I listen to them, and I'm like, nobody should be allowed to be this good this consistently. Like, <laughs> <laughs> should be illegal. Like, oh, it's so good. There it is, the song of the week. New one from Shrezzers. I love it. Uh, then two more. I've got a new project. Mm. If you're a fan mm. of this show, you've probably checked out Svalbard on my recommendation. Yes. My number three yes, last they year. They were uh, in your top 10. Yeah, my number three. Yeah. Absolutely love them. Uh, so Serena has started a new solo black metal project and has released the first single. I forget the name of the single, but the band is called Noctule. It's N O C T U L E, or maybe it's Noctule. I don't know. It's Nocturnal Yule. I don't know. It's cool. The entire band is actually like inspired and based around Skyrim, which is super cool. Like the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's super fun um, because it doesn't sound like video game inspired music too. Like normally when I think video game inspired music, I almost think like some stuff Ailstorm does and some stuff like Dragon Force does and like One Morning Left and bands like that. It doesn't sound anything like that. This is straight up black metal. And if you didn't know it was inspired by Skyrim, you wouldn't know listening to it. It's <laughs> cool. a great song though. I think it's awesome. Don't listen to the YouTube version because for some odd reason, YouTube really messed up the mix on it. Just listen to it on Spotify. Oh yeah. Because it sounds oh, a lot that, better there. That happens a lot on YouTube, I find. Yeah. 
Um, and it's weird because like the guitars and everything, like instrumentally, it sounds fine, but the vocals feel like muddled on the YouTube. Hmm. But then when you listen to it on Spotify, it's completely fine. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It happens. It's like weird. I think it's a weird thing with like the bit rate and the video, mm-hmm. like because you have to put in. You know, you have to put sacrifices the- must be made for the next. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand all the tech, the technical stuff on that side, but yeah. Um, okay, you got one more, right? Yeah, one more, and then uh, I'm not 100 percent sure if this is coming out. They've been teasing it, but they haven't like been saying an actual date, and it's been ramping up. But I'm pretty sure there's a new water park single on Friday. If you know me, you know that I love water parks, and I think that this band is the future of pop punk, and they're doing everything right in. Keeping it poppy, keeping it punky, and keeping it quirky, which I think is yeah. really important. Like keeping pop punk lighthearted is so cool. And- I I really like them too. Um, I I I'll be honest, man. At first, like I think I think the first time I heard of this band, I saw a promo mm-hmm. poster for one of their albums at Warp Tour. Yep. You know, because you know, like if you you go, if anyone's been to Warp Tour, they'll they'll like labels will go around in the morning and they'll stick up like, "Hey, check out this album, album out soon," and they'll just like they'll slap them all over like on porta potties and and you know mm-hmm. wherever they can. So they were th- this Water Parks one was there, and it was like it was like at, an ad for the record, but there was something written on it that was like yeah, it was, it was just like, all words. I remember what you're yeah, and it was like thinking. it was I, I don't know it verbatim, but. It was like the kind of thing like, hey, yeah, buy my record so my parents like think I'm like not wasting my life. And we can life. buy a van and, and stuff And we like can that. buy, yeah, and, and like Here, we I've, can make I found a... it. Oh, you found it? Yep. Can you share your screen? Do you know how to do that? Uh, no, I don't. If you go to I'm... the bottom of the, of the page where it says share. All right, give me a sec because I'm yeah. waiting for this to load too. No problem. Yeah, just go to the bottom where it says share, and then you can you can share screen, and then you can share from. I, I are you using Chrome. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can share your browser and screen, but I'll I'll, I'll finish. Oh, you'll you pull it up, but but just for. Oh yeah, I see you. I see you got it here. Yeah, here Sweet. we go. I can I can add it in. Cool. So I've so, got to pull up whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Here. Yeah. So this is this is what this this really this really made me angry. Here we go. I'll read it out loud because this is going to be on the podcast too, I guess. Water Parks, this is in big letters at the top, is the only band that matters. Buy our album so we can get a cool platinum record to hang on my wall so I can earn my dad's respect. Also, so Jeff can get a car with windows that roll up. Thanks. This is written like a, you know, thanks. And then and then hyphen Austin Knight. And at the bottom, Water Parks Double Dare. Um, is the is what it says. So, oh, oh, go back to that. It has another. Oh, you already closed it. Oh, I stopped. It, it has Sorry. a thing that says I didn't think the label was gonna actually use this, like a disclaimer, yeah. because I saw that, posted mm-hmm. it on my Instagram story, and was like, basically, like, uh, I don't know. I said something Who super condescending, and are? I made fun of the spelling of his name. <laughs> um, fucking who spells Austin like that, right? I was like a total asshole about it because, you know, obviously it's super pretentious, but that was before I entered the understanding and met yes. Austin and the the whole world of, of water parks, which is, I get it. Like water parks as a cult. Well, yeah, that's the, that's, I'll get into that in a second, but like just the band itself, Austin is, <sighs> First of all, he's really smart. He's well spoken. Mm-hmm. He's funny as fuck. 
He's but he's he's he is not he is not an idiot and he he he's super talented. So so it's like you know they the, he puts this stuff out super sarcastically and super like kind of ironically and he knows it's ridiculous. The mm-hmm. problem is some of their fans don't. <laughs> yeah. And like he keeps getting away with it too. Like yeah. I'm not going to pull this up, but if you like look up Spencer's water park shirt because they got like Spencer's called them as like, hey, we want to put a water parks shirt in our store. And Austin literally just photoshopped this thing that has like the band members. And then just if you remember like the old Microsoft Word art and stuff like that, and it literally just says like cat piss and like water parks band and like love me dad. And like they've got like a bong photoshopped on it, and, like all this stuff like that. And it's literally the most ridiculous shirt I've ever seen. And honestly, I'm just going to look it up now because it, it needs to be talked about. Throw it up. Yeah. Like, no, honestly, I just, at first I didn't get this band. I really, I really, it was one of those things like, I don't do shit like that. Like, I, you know me, I got hot takes. I, I'll rant about stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but I typically, I don't really go on, on like Twitter or Instagram and just start like ripping people. But I like... That pissed me off one morning on Warp Tour when I was probably super burnt out on tour, and I called him out, and, and there was never any blowback. I don't even know if anyone ever saw it, um, mm-hmm. but like I see that Mike, I'll throw it up in a second, yep. and um, but yeah, like like I I just didn't I didn't get it yet, and now I yeah. get it. Um, <laughs> God is dead. <laughs> Four twenty. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Like. It is so good. Like they're making fun of Spencer's with the shirt and Spencer's like actually sold it. It's sold out. Of course. If anybody has one of these in a medium, I didn't see it when it went up and I still want one. So like hit me up in the DMs and I'll buy it from you. But like it's so fucking good. It's so them. Like oh. Yeah. Yeah. So no, um 100% I am I am into this every time. And, and I, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm happy that this exists because it, the music at, at the end of the day is quality too. That's the crazy thing. Oh yeah. Like it's just banger after banger and like another band that can't fail right now. And they're on their like third release or this is going to be their fourth release now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and or like full length at least. And just absolutely unstoppable. I love percent. Good voice. hundred percent. All right. Um, well, what else? I got nothing else. We what did it. Got? That's the show. Boom. Boom. Whoop. Follow there us on is. social media. Whoop. There it is. Whoop. There it is. We could do that. I don't know how I don't know how to actually throw a basketball. Tag team back again. No, I don't think it's hoop there. I think it's whoop. I don't think it's a basketball. I think it is reference. whoop. It's whoop. You're right. Party people. Directed, let's begin. Party on, party people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house, jump, jump, rejoices. There's a party over here, a party over there. Wave your hands in the air, shake the dairy, yeah. These three words mean you're getting busy. Whoop, that is Hitman.
you folks what it's all about. Now it's time for to get on the mic and make this mother party hot. I'm taking it back to the old school, cause I'm an old fool who's so cool. If you wanna get down, I'ma show you the way. Yeah, it is. Let me hear you say. Ooh. 